You're listening to the Brand Builders Lab podcast, episode 126. And today I'm taking you behind the scenes of a recent launch that I did and giving you all of the juicy goss. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, founder, author, speaker, and bold branding and business coach. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to create an epic brand, profitable business, get marketing savvy, and we'll help you find the confidence to step up as the CEO to scale and grow. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back to the podcast. It is awesome to have you here as always. Thanks for choosing to have me in your earbuds and to hang out. Yeah. So today... I have never actually done this before where I share information on my income launches and how it all went down in a recent launch that I had. But when I asked all of you on Insta stories, if you were interested in hearing about it, I got a hundred percent. Yes. Now maybe some of you just decided not to say no, but I thought, you know, something, if you want to hear about it, I obviously like to share with you and let you learn from my mistakes or from the things that work and so that you can learn as well. So I'm going to be taking you behind the scenes of a recent $100,000 launch that I had in July 2020 in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, I'm going to get into all the juicy details and the numbers and all the rest of it. And what really worked for me, um, I'm just a little hint, I'm a big relationship marketing type of person. So we are going to check out what I did and how I did it. And um, yeah, hopefully it's something that's of interest to you. Now, before we do dive into this week's episode, I just want to let you know about something that's new and very exciting, which is my new free building a bold speaker brand workbook that you can go and get your hands on if you go to suzechadwick.com forward slash speaker workbook. So that's suzechadwick.com forward slash speaker workbook. And I'm going to share with you the five key things that you need to make sure that you have got sorted if you want to start to really position yourself as a go-to speaker in your industry. So make sure that you head over to suzechadwick.com forward slash speaker workbook and grab that today. But without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Okay, let's do this. I have to be honest with you, I am a little bit nervous about this. I've never done it before. So hopefully this is really helpful for you. Um, And I did sort of have two thoughts about sharing this. The first one was, should I share this when I know that some business is struggling? And the other thought was, I always find it really inspiring to see insights from other people's businesses. And so I really hope that this inspires you. This helps you to make decisions. Maybe it helps you to decide to do something new. Uh, But it also gives you a really realistic view on what it takes, how long it takes and all the bits and pieces in between. So that is my hope that it is inspiring. Yeah. So I'm going to take you behind the scenes of a launch that was just over a hundred grand for me in July, 2020, which yes, is in the middle of a pandemic. One of the things that I found really interesting is that a lot of people that I spoke to 
actually had told me that they had quite a bit of discretionary income because they weren't traveling. So they had kind of saved up money for holidays and they had saved up to do lots of different things. And then obviously when everything was canceled, they now had spare money to be able to invest in themselves, in training, in learning, in coaching, etc. So that I think is the first thing I want to say is that I found that a really interesting um, piece of information because I know that a lot of us feel like maybe people don't have money. But I think when we are in the small business world, and this is not for everybody, this doesn't apply to everybody, but there were there are a lot of businesses that are now looking at, well, how do I get myself through this? How do I upskill? How do I really stand out? Which is obviously what Brand Builders Academy is all about. It's about building a profitable business without the burnout and creating the right system strategies and structures to be able to scale your business as well. So I think that from a growing your business perspective, BBA was a really good and is a really good investment for businesses that want to really take their business to the next level. And so I know that a lot of the people that jumped into BBA in 2020 were definitely feeling like I've got the time, I've got the money, I've got the space, and I really want to invest in myself and do this. So that is why I think we did quite well this year and something for you to think about as well. So 2020 has been an interesting one from a business perspective. As you'll know, I've been online in my business for over five, six years now. And about 18 months ago, I moved from running a lot of events to really focusing all my efforts into Brand Builders Academy, which is my signature online course. And it's something I'm super passionate about. It's what I'm here to do. And my goal is to have like over 5,000 women go through the course in the coming few years because I'm passionate about helping women to build bold brands and really stand out and make sure that their business are profitable as well. So that's kind of the mission that I'm on. And we work with service providers as well as product-based businesses, um, as well as course creators too. So I think that there is a way to make it work for you, no matter what kind of business that you're in. So today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share some background. I'm going to share mainly my July launch numbers with you because I think that sometimes people think that things are a lot bigger in the background than what they are. And at the end of the day, I always say it's not what you've got, it's how you use it that counts. So I don't have a massive business. I don't have a massive list, all of that sort of thing, but I do really focus on what works for me. So I'm going to take you through a couple of key things. The first one is Brand Builders Academy history. We're going to talk about the marketing that I did. We're going to talk about the numbers and the financials. And then I'm going to share with you what's next, what I'm thinking, that sort of thing. So I was actually supposed to be on a Brand Builders Academy Bali retreat in June this year. It was amazing. We sold it out. We had an amazing group of women that were supposed to be going. And obviously that was not happening. And so when we got to March and April of 2020 and I realized that it wasn't going to happen, I brought my launch forward from September, which is when I was going to have the next live round of BBA. So I had a few speaking geeks that had been canceled, which meant that the revenue I had forecasted wasn't going to be coming in and I actually had to refund a few of those. And so I was really taking a look at what I needed to do 
and focus on, you know, where my revenue was going to come from. The other thing that happened in 2020 is that I walked away from a very high paying corporate consulting role and leadership role, which has always been there in the background as I've built my business. Uh, And I did that a couple of days a week, but I just felt like I didn't want to do that anymore. I really just wanted to focus on my own business and what I was doing and just so happened that 2020 was the year I decided to walk away from that. But I have to be honest, it's the best decision I've ever made and I'm so happy about it and I kind of wish I'd done it a little bit sooner, but that's just the journey that we go on, isn't it? So once I decided that June was going to be the next live round, I started to talk about it in a May that the next live round of BBA was coming. Yeah, so for the first time, I actually hired an ads manager and we started to do list building through Facebook and Instagram ads in March. Now, before I go on, the reason that list building is so important when you have an online course is because the stats are really accurate yeah and I have read a million different launch blogs and listened to launch podcasts and I always find it so interesting that the stats are pretty accurate so in the online course world a lot of launches can be predicted by the size of your email list And over the last few years, my sales have been pretty accurate when it comes to those numbers, percentages and conversion rates, which is usually that you'll make around about 1.5 to 2% of sales based on the total number of people on your email list. And those numbers have totally proven to be true um, in my launches, especially, and I know in other launches as well, but I'll get into that in a bit. I just want to explain why the minute I decided I was going to launch in July, I started list building and talking about it. So when you're marketing anything, and I say this to my Brand Builder Academy ladies, you have to build the desire. You have to build the anticipation and give people the space and the time to make the decision and get themselves ready to jump in. So I'm a big believer in what I call runway marketing. It's all about the build, yeah. It's all about the, we're up in the air we're about to land, we're coming into our descent, we're 30 minutes away from landing, make sure that you've got your seatbelt on and everything's put under the seat in front of you, remember that? Um, And that we are getting ready, yeah, so that when we land and when the plane comes to a halt, everybody is exactly where they need to be. So I am a big one for runway marketing. And I think that it's really important, especially when you've got a high price product. So Brand Builders Academy is 2,497 Australian dollars. And so you've kind of got to give people that runway and let them know that it's coming so that they can start to make that decision as well. So The first thing I want to talk about is Brand Builder Academy history. So the first thing is, is that BBA used to be called Play Big Brand Bold, uh, which is obviously the name of my book now. And I did used to laugh because I had women who were in the course and they were doing amazingly well in the course, but they'd be like, Suze, I love bold brand play big or bold play big brand or whatever it was. They could never get the name right. (laughs) So I thought this is ridiculous. And so I changed the name of the course to Brand Builders Academy. And I always say, just make it simple for people. Yeah. And sometimes you've obviously got to listen to yourself as well. So uh, I had Play Big Brand Bold for the first two years and then I changed it to Brand Builders Academy at the beginning of 2019. Now, BBA started in 2017, so it's been going for about three years 
when I'm recording this podcast. Uh, And so I'm going to give you all the numbers. So in 2017, which was year one, I had about eight people join in round one. And so that gave me around about $6,000. I didn't really have much of a list and I really just marketed to people that I knew. I also didn't have much of a social following as well. So I was still very much building at that stage. Um, And then in 2018, I was doing a million things. I didn't really have, you know, much time and I didn't really put a lot of effort into launching and I ended up with around about $5,000 that year. So I was only doing sort of maybe one launch, maybe two. And can I just tell you, I think that was the year where I planned to launch and I talked about it and then I didn't launch. So that was pretty poor showing on that front as well. Then 2019, I actually got rid of like 80% in my business, which I've talked about before. And I got rid of all of the events. I got rid of my one-on-one coaching, just everything. Yeah. I was doing live workshops. I had a membership, like seriously, when I look back at it, I just think it was so crazy. And so in about June of 2019, or just before that, I literally got rid of everything except me being a speaker Brand Builders Academy and Corporate Consulting. Those were the three things that I held on to. And when I did a launch in September of 2019, it was around about $70,000. So I just kind of want to say that again. The year before I made $5,000 and then I got rid of everything in my business and just focused on this course and I made $70,000. Yeah, because I was focused and because I had more of a list and because I had more of a social following as well, is that all of that came together to really help me become known for that one thing. And then in 2020, in February, we did a launch, which was around about 55, 60 grand. And then in July, uh, this launch, we did $104,000. This is all Australian dollars as well. So when my business was primarily events, so before I did the big cull, my profit was around about 10 or 15%. It was bad. So I used to have a lot of money coming in, but the profit was like nothing. It was a shocker. And now my profit, just having my course, is around about 50%. So really knowing your numbers is so important and understanding where the money's going, what's working, what's not working, etc. So also when I had lots of things going on in my business, I just couldn't focus on BBA. And when I really wanted to do that, I just was so distracted by everything. And so I think a lot of times when it comes to course creators and their launching, sometimes I find that they might do it once and they might do it twice and it doesn't have some sort of big six-figure launch and they just give up. And so I just really want to encourage you that if you are either looking to do a course or you have a course and it's not exactly where you want it to be, I just want you to know that it's about really focusing on it getting rid of distractions, having that marketing runway where you're telling people about it and they're getting excited about it. You've got testimonials, you're seeing the results that your clients are having and you keep building on it. You know, any of the big course people that you think of, whether it's Amy Amy Porterfield, Marie Forleo, Denise Duffield-Thomas, anybody that you follow, most of them have been doing this for like 10 years. Yeah. So I think that it's just important to know that it does take time and you've just got to 
understand that it's a marathon and not a sprint. So really think about what you are doing with your course and how you are showing up in a big way. You know, are you kind of just going, here's my thing and hope that somebody buys it? Or do you have a strategy around how you're building that runway as well? And we're going to get into marketing in just a second. But I have added so much to BBA. Like when I think about where we started with it, the content is so much more advanced now than it was when I first launched. I've got now additional coaches. So all of my coaches are paid. I've got accountability in the group. So we've got an accountability coach. We've got live Q&A with experts. So it's not just that you're watching a video with an expert, but our experts um, do live Q&As in the group as well so that they're answering people's questions. You know, it's just a different beast and the results my clients get are so amazing, but it hasn't been an overnight success. So everything I do now is really a lead up to BBA and focuses on BBA. BBA is like the end goal for everything in my business. When I speak, when I do this podcast, when I do, you know, freebies and opt-ins and things like that, everything is about Brand Builders Academy. And I think that really having that focus in my business has completely changed the game. It's what I'm known for now. It's what everything goes towards. And so when you have that focused effort, you can really see the dial shift and you can see the financial dial shift as well. So for me, I just think that eliminating all of the distractions and the things that were costing me a lot of money and the things that I didn't really want to do anymore really meant that BBA could become the success that I wanted it to be as well. So that's just a little bit of background on BBA over the last couple of years and the jumps that I've had and why I've had those jumps as well. The other thing that I would want to add here that I think I saw my own change with is that I used to have a couple of different systems. So I was originally uh, on Access Alley, which is a software and I just found it really hard to use and really hard to manage and you needed to code certain things in order to put people in certain buckets and I ended up having to hire somebody overseas because I couldn't find anybody in Australia or I did have somebody in Australia and that was a disaster then I had to go overseas to get somebody to help me. So the cost of having that support plus the cost of the system was just astronomical and it was painful that I couldn't do it myself. Uh, And one thing that I'm really set on in my business is that whilst I don't want to have to do everything, whilst I don't have to, you know, don't want to have to do the technology and the setting up of things, for me, I have to understand how something works. And so when we moved, and this was in 2019, when we moved from Access Alley to Kajabi, that was a big shift for me because I paid somebody to set it up, but then I could go and I could add modules and videos and content and I could go and change things. And we had really clear ways of making offers and there were, you know, easy carts and all the rest of it. So for me, having Kajabi made it a whole lot easier. Now, there are definitely things that I wish that it did that it doesn't do just yet, but the system itself is fantastic. I've really enjoyed having it. I think that the user experience is great. I think that the fact 
fact that my students can get on Kajabi like on their phone using the app is fantastic. And so that was a really big shift for me as well. And whilst it wasn't a cheap shift, it was actually around about the same price, if not a little bit less than what I was paying for Access Alley plus the additional contractor support, which I was paying in US dollars as well. So that made a big difference for me. And so it's really helped me having the right system has helped me to ensure that the content and me keeping that content up to date is really seamless and easy for me to do, which is fantastic. So really happy with that. If you are looking for a system and you are interested, then you can definitely go and check out my Kajabi link, which is suzechadwick.com forward slash Kajabi, and you can get a 30-day free trial as well. So definitely check that out. But I did find that having a better system meant that I felt a lot more confident with building the course, delivering the course, and knowing that the you know, not only the content, but the user experience was a great one as well. So let's go on to marketing. So in the last 12 months with BBA and basically what I've done for the last three live launches, um, so in September, 2019, February, 2020 and July, 2020, the things that I have done as standard are number one is regular storytelling and story selling and talking about BBA and what's to come. So the runway, uh, social images and stories. So when I was updating the content in BBA, I was sharing that on my stories. When I had secured a new masterclass trainer, I was sharing about that. So we had images and I would do stories and I'd talk about what, what we'd be talking about and why I was excited about it. And then when I confirmed my live coaches would be back, I talked about that and then any bonuses as well. So in the last round, Digital Content Creators Club was a pay in full bonus that people got, which was valued at $500. So just really talking about that over a longer period of time, I think is important. The third thing is that we talked about it on the podcast at least, you know, two months out. Uh, once we decided, when, and when I say we, it's really just me, the royal we. Uh, so once I decided that I was going to launch again in July, I started talking about it on the podcast and making sure that my listeners knew that it was coming. The fourth thing for me was webinars. Um, and they have been such a great addition to BBA as well because I love them. I feel like I can really connect with people who are probably thinking about joining, but they just need that final kind of push or confirmation that, yes, this is for them. Um, and I've just found that webinars have been amazing for me. So the other thing that I've done with webinars is that when somebody has joined the webinar live, I then send them a personalized direct message over Instagram to say, you know, thanks so much for joining live. If you've got any questions, let me know. I might comment on something that they said in the webinar as well. And so I'm a really big one on relationship marketing, getting to know people and being personal with how I answer questions. And the thing that I have to say, which I mean, you know, at this stage I can do when I'm having sort of 50 people join is that every time somebody joins, I literally go and look at their website. I go and look at their socials. I find out about them, that sort of thing, because I really want to know about the people who are joining BBA and I want to understand what their business is. Um, and so for me, having that personalized touch is important. 
The sixth thing that was really big for me when it came to marketing and connection is speaking at events. So I'm a speaker anyway. It's something that I do. Obviously, I've got the Bold Speakers Collective coming up. So, you know, it's something I talk about and I teach and I'm really passionate about. And so in August and September 2019, I actually spoke at a number of events and I had people that I didn't know and that I hadn't met before join BBA after hearing me speak. So I know that that's a really big one for me when it comes to connecting and launching. And so I'm really deliberate when it comes to the next launch, like what are the speaking gigs? Like, am I on somebody's podcast? Am I on somebody's summit? Um, If we're not at physical events, you know, when we were able to be at physical events, then I was at physical events. And so speaking is a really important area for me because I know that I basically convert people really quickly to want to work with me when they see me speak. So I think it's just really about when it comes to your marketing, having a look at what you love to do, what works really well and what your audience responds well to as well. So if you can work that out and keep doing it and get better at it and be more strategic with it, then you can really build on it and when it comes to your launches and have that as part of your strategy, launch after launch. So in the most recent launch, as I said before, I actually hired for the first time a Facebook ads manager, which was great. And I've been wanting to do that for so long. And Louise Griffith was fantastic to work with. And I was really happy with how our launch went. And, you know, even when I go back and take a look at all the work that she did, I knew that it was a good decision for me to do that because somebody who understands how to do ads properly, they'll do like 50 more ads than what I would do. I used to do my own ads and I'd just be like, the whole world, (laughs) like this ad goes out to the whole world in one ad. So I was a really lazy Facebook ad marketer. And so now that I've hired somebody and I can see all the detail that they go into, it's, you know, something that I would definitely invest in again. Um, And I, was so happy that I hired Louise to do that for me. So we did list building through March, April and May with Digital Content Creators Club. Then we did webinar ads. We did retargeting ads for people who had visited like the sales page or just my website in general. Uh, And then we obviously did targeting of people who know me through social as well. So through Instagram and Facebook. So it was so great to um, have somebody else manage that for me. And like I said, you really have to know what you're good at. And whilst I used to do my own Facebook ads for events, it's just not something I want to do. And it's not something that I think I'm very good at. Yeah. And so you really want to hire people that do things much better than you do. And outsourcing those sorts of things is really important. The other thing is that I've got my online business manager, Melissa, and she, um, yeah, she does a lot in my business as far as Kajabi goes and podcasts and all the rest of it. So that also freed up time for me. So my marketing consisted of Facebook ads, speaking, the podcast, webinars, social story selling and sharing, and then email marketing as well. Uh, And only one of those things cost any money, which was the Facebook ads. So I think if you can really take a look and say, you know, what are all of my channels that I want to use when it comes to marketing my course uh, and seeing how you can really plan for those and make sure that, you know, you've got 
enough time to do them well, I think is really important too. The other thing when it comes to email marketing that I think is really important is that to actually sit in like a Word document or a Google doc and write out all the emails or get somebody, hire somebody to do like conversion copy or whatever it is, and then have them all scheduled. Because when you're in a launch, it can be really tiring and exhausting. And the last thing you want to be doing is sitting and writing emails and then sending them out. And when you get to the end of a launch, like in the final day or two, usually there are a lot more emails that go out because you're like the cart closes tomorrow or bonus ends today or you've got another 24 hours and you've got another 12 hours and you've got another you know three hours and so you've got those emails and I think that when you're in a live launch I definitely wouldn't want to be writing those and sending those out so really preparing for your email marketing I think is an important thing to do as well um, and have that pretty much scheduled and ready to go. So that was all about marketing. So let's dive into the financials and the numbers because I know that you love the numbers. Okay, so quick overview and then we'll dive a little bit deeper in. So revenue for the July launch is that I had 46 people join. I actually had a goal of 50. <laughs> so I was four off, although I'll, I'll tell you something else in just a sec. So I had a goal of 50 uh my list was around about 3000 people and so 1.5 of that is 45 people and so you know like i said the numbers don't lie like you know every time my list has been a certain number i've gotten around about that number of people the 1.5 to 2% so 46 people joined at $2,000, uh, which came to $92,000. I had two existing clients that joined uh, for around about 1,300. So that came to 2,600. And then I had four private clients come off the back of the launch, which actually happens quite often. So for example, people were like, I love BBA, it looks amazing, but I actually just wanna work with you one-on-one. -on -one. And I'm like, okay, cool. So those four clients came to about $10,800. So the total revenue for the launch with all of the bits and pieces was actually $105,000. And the costs, so that was the revenue, the costs were ads management and ad spend for the three months was $8,374 copywriting that I had done was $3,300 and then gifts were around about $300. So the total came to around about 11,000. And so the profit for my July launch was $93,000. So we had 105,000 in revenue with around about 11,000 in costs. So it's about 93, 94 grand in profit and 50% paid up front. So the two grand up front and then 50 percent approximately 50 percent paid on payment plan and so I had a six-month payment plan and in the very last day or the last day or two we released a 10-month payment plan so we'll definitely do the full payment option next time and then we'll take a look at the 10-month or the 12-month payment plan as well so we'll make that decision before we launch again but payment plans are great because obviously you get the reoccurring revenue but there is the administration that's involved with maintaining that as well and making sure that, you know, everything works the way that it's supposed to be working and that you don't get any defaults, those sorts of things. Um, and I've just been really lucky, like I've never, ever had a refund request. 
Like I've never had a refund request for anything in my business, which is really awesome. So, um, you know, once I start to scale the business and it becomes a lot bigger and we get more people in, who knows what will happen? Because I do know that obviously, you know, a lot of the people that I look at, they do have refund requests. And so I don't think that that's unreasonable for me to expect, but I might cry the first time that somebody requests a refund because I know how good BBA is. And so um, for me, that's something that's, that's really important to maintain that quality assurance as well. So as I shared uh, with my BBA ladies, for example, let's say that $50,000 comes in because if we say, you know, 50% of people paid on the payment or 50% of people paid up front. So say I get a lump sum of about 50 grand. Let me be totally honest with you. Yeah. Is that 40% of that will go into my bank account, which is about $20,000. But what I do is that I pay it forward. So I leave it in my business bank account and then I might pay myself like say five grand a month over the next four months of that $20,000. And then obviously I've got the reoccurring income that's coming in as well. And then any new work that comes in too. So those are like the three profit streams that come in every month is the reoccurring revenue, the paid forward salary that I've scheduled for myself and then new business. So that gets paid into my personal account. And then I take 30% out for tax because I'm always saving for tax. I've got 10% for super and then 20% for operating expenses. So at the end of the day, you know, when you kind of take a look at it, you know, you don't kind of get a huge amount, but obviously it's, I'm really happy with it. But it's just making sure that you understand what those numbers are and that not, you know, I'm not kind of sitting there in a bath surrounded by banknotes, I guess is what I'm saying. (laughs) So when you see that number, it's important to really understand where that money goes and what running a business costs as well. So I think with online courses, it's so important to manage the cost because some people will have massive revenue numbers, but will have spent a lot to actually get there. And so the profit at the end of the day isn't that much. So I'm all about the profit. You know, I've talked about this with Fee Johnson in the past. We're like profit, profit, profit. And I use profit first. So I think it's really important to know those numbers and really focus on that because that's what, you know, that goes, that's what goes to my family. The profit is what goes to my family and it goes to the causes that we support as well. And so those are the numbers that are important to me and obviously making sure that I'm always covered when it goes comes to my tax as well. So um, I don't have a big list, which I am always a little bit disappointed about. It's something that I really should have focused on a lot more and I've kind of done bits and pieces here and there, but it is now the number one thing in my business. It's literally the number one goal that we've got. So I've currently got a list of about 3,000 and obviously we had 46 people join BBA. So we hit that stat of around about 1.5 that they say, but now we're focusing on list growth. And my goal is to have a minimum of 15,000 by the end of sort of next year, 2021 or by mid next year as well. And so we're going to invest a lot in building that list as well. So what's next? So the next live round of BBA will be in February 2021 and we've already set that date. Uh, And once this live round that we're in at the moment ends, then my online business manager and I will get everything set up and ready to go for that live round. Uh, And in between, I'll be launching the Bold Speakers Collective, which will be my other course. So I'm not going to be building a whole lot of things again, but I'm super passionate about teaching people how to build their speaker brand. So right now I'm 
creating or I've created the download, which obviously I shared with you, uh, which is building a bold speaker brand, the workbook. And you can obviously grab that at suzechadwick.com forward slash speaker workbook. And I'll be running ads to that over the next couple of months, which is part of the list building strategy. But at the end of the day, somebody who wants to build their speaker brand Uh, and they aren't getting the traction that they want in their business could be the perfect fit for BBA in February. So when I did my webinar a few months ago on how to build a profitable business without the burnout, one of the things I talked about was creating graduation systems in your business. So for me, somebody who wants to be a speaker but needs more help with their business in general, that's a really good graduate product to take them sort of through to the next level. So if somebody comes in, say, for Digital Content Creators Club, they might be at the very beginning of creating content and then once they kind of nail their video and their content strategy and those sorts of things, then BBA is a great next step. So that's like one path in. The other path would be the speaker brand. So you want to become a speaker, but your business may not be doing everything you want it to. You may not have the products and services or the pricing and packaging that you need so that when you're speaking, what you have sells well. So that's another really good path into BBA. Because as I said to you, BBA is the end goal for everything now, because that is the one thing that I want to be known for. That's the one thing that I really want to do. So that's what I'm focusing on right now. I'm also thinking about creating a membership and mastermind inside BBA just for BBA graduates so that they can continue to implement what they've learned and take things further. And so that would be, and I am just thinking about this at the moment for those of my BBA ladies that are listening, is that that would be basically like an annual membership where every single month there is a hot seat coaching called mastermind sessions. So I really just want to take a look at how am I taking the students that are coming into BBA and learning what it is that I teach and now that they've embedded that how do we take them to the next level and so it's really important for me to continue that journey with them and make sure that they not only have the foundations but they're now able to accelerate that as well. So that's something that I'm trying to decide whether that's something I do. I think it's something I do want to do but it's something that I've really got to sit down and work through and make sure that it does what I need it to do and that it's going to deliver the outcomes the revenue and that I'm also not then killing myself from a time perspective to do all the things that I want to do as well so that is just a little bit on the side that you probably didn't need to know but I think it's an interesting thing you know to see how we think about how we're building our business as well And I also think that Digital Content Creators Club will probably evolve into more of a course creators online course, as I know a lot of my clients need more help with that. So that's something that's potentially down the line. So just from a graduation system perspective, I've got my two ground level things are Bold Speakers Collective and D Club. Both of those then go up into BBA and then potentially BBA Accelerator Membership. But that's all being thought through right now and we'll see how it flows as well. So that is what's next. And then just some lessons learned as a bit of a summary is for me really hire for what you don't do well. I think that's a really big one. And whilst I can do ads, I'm not good at them and I think somebody else could do them a lot better than I could. Budget before you launch, but also know that you have to invest to get the bigger launch results, I believe. Um, your email list will tell you everything you need to know about how successful your launch will be. Obviously, I think that there's a lot of bits and pieces in between, but your list should be your number one priority if you are a membership or course creator. 
have a template approach to the basics of your launch. So we have, you know, the basic things that we need to do. So once this launch is done, we will then go into the next launch and we've got that list all ready to go and making sure that everything is checked off. Um, And so when we get to launch, it's not something we have to worry about. Have a runway for your marketing and make sure that you show up daily and build that runway as well. Don't be shy. And I think really thinking, you know, planning forward for it and scheduling things is important as well. And then work out what you love to do, what works well and what resonates with your audience and do more of that. And then understand that it's a marathon, not a sprint. And whilst there are some people who have launched in a big way quickly, that's not the usual path. So the people that I look at are like Amy Porterfield, Marie Folio, Denise Duffield-Thomas. And I have to say that Denise's transparency with her launches have been such a massive help for me. Not only are they inspiring, but you know, having that information about how they launch has really helped me and my team come up with the right strategy for us as well. And she obviously does something completely different to me. And so I love learning from other people um, and taking on board the things that they've done that work for me as well. So that is a bit of an insight into my launches, what's worked, what hasn't, what I'm focusing on now and where I'm really going to be putting all of my energy, uh, which is always gonna be BBA (laughs) so I'm really excited that I've actually you know created something that I'm so passionate about and that I know works and that my clients just rave about and get so much benefit from and get the results that the course was intended to do and so for me you know I'm just so proud of it and so I really want to build my brand I want I want to have as many women go through it because I know that what we teach in BBA is like the fundamentals of building a profitable business and really creating the system strategies and structures to be able to scale your brand and get more clients as well. And so that's what I'm here to do. That's what I want to focus on. That's what I want to be doing over the coming years. Um, And so, yeah, my goal is that I want to get to a point where I've got like 225, 250 women joining every launch as well and then growing from there too. So I know that it's possible. I know it's amazing. You know, it's it's totally possible to build a really incredible community. I've watched other people do it. I've been in their communities. I've watched them scale and grow and I've watched the community become an invaluable asset as well. And so for me, that's my vision. That's what I want. Um, and I really want to be the leader of that community as well so that I can support more women to become bold and powerful voices in their industry and claim their space with confidence. And you know that I'm actually just sitting here recording this and looking at that purpose and vision stuck to my Kiki K whiteboard because I look at it every day and think what else can I do to make that a reality. And so I hope that by sharing this I have inspired you to talk about what's working for you um, and, you know, inspire others as well. I think that the more we have these conversations, the more others learn. And I know that I've learned so much from others who have also shared their journey as well. 
Well, that's it for another week. It has been amazing to have you here as always. And remember to follow me on all socials at Suze Chadwick. But thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, then I would love you to leave a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with us every week. The music to this podcast was created by Ixon on SoundCloud. Until next time, have an awesome week and make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.